Welcome to the Mind Bay Podcast, the show that delves deep into the realms of entrepreneurship, inspiration, motivation, manifestation, and the power of the subconscious mind. I'm your host, Evie, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards unlocking your full potential. Each week, we'll be diving into thought-provoking conversations and sharing valuable insights to hone your mindset and create extraordinary success in your life. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a budding business owner, or simply seeking inspiration to pursue your passions, this podcast is designed to uplift, motivate, and provide you with the tools and strategies you need to thrive both personally and professionally. Are you ready to tap into the limitless power of your mind and unleash your entrepreneurial spirit? Then you're in the right place. Get ready to explore topics like mindset hacks, manifestation techniques, overcoming challenges, and finding that perfect balance between business and well-being. With each episode, I aim to empower you with actionable steps, real-life stories of triumph, and insights that will help you break through the barriers and create a life of abundance and fulfillment. So join me every week as we embark on this transformative journey together. Subscribe now and get ready to awaken your mind, ignite your passion, and become the best version of yourself. This is the Mind Bay Podcast, and I'm your host, Evie. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Mind Bay Podcast. In this episode, we are delving into the fear of failure and its impact on entrepreneurs. Understanding this fear is the first step towards conquering it and achieving success. So let's dive right in. To begin, let's define the fear of failure. It's that nagging feeling that creeps in when we are at the brink of taking risks or stepping out of our comfort zones. It's that voice in our heads that tells us, what if it doesn't work out? Or what if I'm not good enough? And have you ever wondered why so many of us fear failure? I think it starts with how we're brought up. From a young age, we're thought that failing is bad. School tells us that you need to get good grades and pass every test. And when we mess up, there's a chance that we don't get a degree. I remember being told that I would be a failure in life because I had bad grades and I dropped out of high school. And even our parents give us this caution all the time as we're growing up, warning us to not do something because it might lead to failure. And this constant pressure and fear of failure is holding us back from taking action. Depending on your upbringing, a bunch of different things can make us subconsciously scared to try new things in order to avoid failure. It's like we've been programmed to think that failing is the worst thing in the world. But here's the thing. Failure isn't the end of the world. We have to realize that it's a normal part of life and it doesn't define our worth or future success. Instead of shaming failure, we should see it as an opportunity to grow and learn, and we have the power to change our mindset about failure and see it as a stepping stone towards personal and business growth. Starting a business can be downright terrifying, especially when you have zero clue about what you're doing. And let me tell you, I've stared the fear of failure straight in the eye more times than I can count. It was no difference when my husband and I decided to open our chiropractic business. So picture this, I had never run a business before. The only thing that I knew about business was what I observed while working in my sister's hair salon back when I dropped out of high school. Yeah, life can be funny sometimes, but it turns out 
all those years in the salon actually paid off, even if I didn't realize it at the time. Now, my husband was no business expert neither. He had only graduated as a chiropractor a year before, and his only experience had been working in a couple of clinics in Germany. It helped us scrape by while we were living here in Belgium when our daughter was just a few months old and I was still breastfeeding her. So because I was still breastfeeding her, I decided to stay home while my husband did a clinic hop and he had to drive three hours every day back and forth. And just when I thought life couldn't get any more exhausting, because let me tell you, raising a baby, the beginning stages is really exhausting. My husband, I think she was about seven months old. And my husband comes home one day with the brilliant idea of opening our chiropractic clinic. And I was terrified. Not only did I not know anything about running a business, but my husband didn't even speak a word of Dutch. I mean, how would people react to a chiropractor who couldn't speak the local language? And that meant that I would have to be the translator. And my English was decent, but I didn't know a thing about the chiropractic jargon. I was completely clueless about the ins and outs of running a chiropractic clinic. All I had was blind faith in my husband, but it sure scared the pants of me. And looking back, the fear was real, but somehow we made it work. It's funny how our past experiences can actually help us in unexpected ways. Who would have thought that my time in my sister's salon would come in handy all those years later? And you know what? Taking that leap of faith, despite the fear, was one of the best decisions we've ever made. And sure, the fear of failure never completely disappears, but we can't let it hold us back from chasing our dreams and turning them into a reality. It's a wild ride, that's for sure. But sometimes you just have to go for it. I have failed a bunch of times in our practice, and now I'm okay with failing. Because from everything that I failed at, I was able to learn something from it. And it made me a better entrepreneur. Did I have people that ran out of the practice because my husband didn't speak the local language? Yes. But those were very rare. Most people here actually speak English, and now I rarely have to translate. But if I had let my fear of my husband not speaking the local language take over and say, nope, we're not doing this, we would have never built a successful business we have today. Did I translate a word wrong once in a while? Also, yes. But then there was Google Translate, and after one failed attempt, I learned and I never mistranslated that word again. Let me tell you about one of the biggest mistakes we've made when we first opened up our practice. We thought it would be a brilliant idea to offer free discovery treatments to people, thinking that once they experienced how amazing the treatment was, they would become regular patients in no time. Well, a lot of people took advantage of the offer, as you can imagine, but quickly we learned that free stuff tends to draw a certain mentality. And I know, as an entrepreneur, you know what that means. The problem with giving these free treatments is that people don't always appreciate or value what they're getting. There was no balance in the energy exchange between us and the patients. We started to feel like we were being taken advantage of, and it wasn't helping us build a sustainable business. So we decided to stop offering free treatments and started charging for the first treatment right off the bat. 
I still remember the day someone came in for a treatment and my husband gave him the treatment and when it was time to pay, the patient started throwing a fit and started aggressively shouting at me because his friend had gotten a free treatment the week before when we transitioned to paid treatments. And I explained that we no longer offered the free treatments, but the patient's reaction was completely disproportionate. It was a huge blow to us and I felt completely in shock. And I ended up giving him his money back out of fear because even though we were in the ride, I was so in shock with his reaction to me and I was very inexperienced and the damage had already been done. An hour later, the guy left us a bad review on Facebook saying that my husband didn't do anything during his treatment. He also didn't really understand chiropractic and he also said that we were scammers. And those two days afterwards that event happened, it was complete torture because I saw the scene playing on repeat in my mind over and over. And it was very painful and it was an unfair experience. But as they say, becoming an entrepreneur requires resilience. And that's something that I've learned through that experience. I had to set a boundary of keeping my ground. You need to have certain rules in your business that are clear and that you have to stick by. Of course, there's always ways where you can be a little bit more flexible, but then it's in the communication with your client or with your customers where you can find a middle ground and not being completely pushed down into the ground where you feel absolutely, I cannot find a word, like absolute shit. And I learned that people just don't appreciate free stuff. And now I know that it's never worth compromising the value of our treatments or services just to get people in the door. Because the people that come to get your free stuff, a majority, I'm not going to say all of them, but a majority of them are just there to take advantage of you. And they don't really see the value in your product. They just see something is free. Let me get it. It's a lot of people that live in a scarcity mentality. And so when we made the decision to stop offering these free discovery treatments and instead raise our prices, it brought about a noticeable shift in the mindset of clients who walk through the doors. As I mentioned before, it's the scarcity mindset versus the more abundant mindset. We began attracting a different type of people, individuals who truly recognize the value and energy we put into our services, and they were more than willing to compensate us for it fairly. So failure can be a tough pill to swallow, but the lessons we learn from those experiences are invaluable. Looking back at our failure, we realized that our previous business strategy of Providing free treatments was not aligned with the nature of our services. There are situations where you can offer free things, but we came to the realization that we were not in the business of selling low-cost products like chips or nachos. Instead, we were offering something far more significant, which was pain relief and a sense of well-being to our clients, which I think if you need to compare your health with the desire for some chips, it's a very different concept. As newcomers in the business arena, our low self-esteem played a big role in the decisions we made. We believed that we had to undercharge in order to compete and attract clients. However, even at our lower prices, we consistently delivered exceptional results. And looking back, we understood the true value of our offerings and recognized that we needed to align our pricing strategy accordingly. And it was clear that our services were worth way more than we believed and that undercharging was going to disservice not only ourselves, but also our clients as well. 
So we made the necessary adjustments and we raised our prices. And this shift in our mindset and pricing allowed us to attract people that not only appreciated what we offered, but also understood and respected the expertise and dedication we put into our work. And by valuing our worth, we were able to build a sustainable and successful business, one that was able to provide high quality services while ensuring our own financial stability. And I'm sharing this because I want you to know that it's okay to fail. There's nothing shameful in it. So what are some things you can do when you're standing face to face with failure and it's preventing you to move forward? The first step is recognize that fear is a natural part of the human experience. We all feel it to some degree, especially when faced with uncertainty or challenges. Understanding that fear is normal can alleviate some of its power over us. And one approach is to reframe failure as an opportunity for growth. Rather than seeing it as a negative outcome, try viewing it as a stepping stone towards success. Reflect on the lessons learned from past experiences and use them to propel yourself forward. For example, take Thomas Edison, who famously said, I have not failed, I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. He saw every failure as a learning experience, but eventually it led him to invent the light bulb. Another benefit of reframing failure is that it shifts your focus from the outcome to the process. When we fixate on the result only, we're often disappointed when it doesn't meet our expectations. But when you focus on the process, we can find pleasure in the journey regardless of the outcome. Another effective strategy is to break down your goal into smaller, manageable steps. As you may have learned from episode 9 on the MyBabe podcast, which is all about setting goals, it's that setting goals is the first step to achieving anything. But focusing on the big picture and the last step can be very overwhelming when you're looking from where you're at right now to where you want to go. So by setting smaller milestones, you can focus on it one step at a time and building momentum and confidence along the way. By breaking things down, you can also make tasks less daunting. For example, if you're starting a business, you don't try to do everything all at once. Just break it down into small steps, such as creating a business plan, registering your business name, or setting up a website, whatever your business model needs, you do it in small steps and it's a process and you focus on that process. Also, don't forget to celebrate each step that you're moving forward as it brings you one step closer to your ultimate goal. And remember, progress is progress. It doesn't matter how small it is as long as you're moving forward. Cultivating a growth mindset is crucial when it comes to overcoming the fear of failure. Embrace the belief that abilities and skills can be developed through effort and practice. No one wants to be a beginner, including myself, but it's just a part of the process. And adopting this perspective and process, setbacks become opportunities for improvement rather than indications of personal worth. Because a lot of us, we tie our self-worth to what we're achieving and they're completely separate from it because 
you failing at one skill doesn't make you a failure. It just means that you've tried something, it didn't work, and now you're growing towards something that will work and that takes a little bit of time, a little bit of process. Just like when you see a baby trying to walk for the first time, when they fall on the floor, you don't say they're failures or they're not worthy. You just say, get back up, try again, and it's a process in which eventually they will learn to walk. So it has nothing to do with their personal worth. It's just a process that they go through. So try to focus on the process of growth, not just the end result. This helps you to be more patient and kinder to yourself when things don't go as planned. And it also helps you recognize the process you're making along the way, which can be a great source of motivation. Another thing that you can do to help face the fear of failure is to surround yourself with a supportive community. Share your fears and aspirations with trusted family, friends, or mentors who can offer guidance and encouragement. I joined a lot of Facebook groups in the beginning where other entrepreneurs were sharing their experiences and talked about their failures, and it made me feel less alone. So joining support groups, attending workshops, or seeking the help of a therapist, coach, or a mentor can help as these people can offer practical strategies and tools to help you cope with the anxiety and fear of failure. It's essential to remember that it's okay to ask for help. We all need support when we're facing challenges or the unknown. And finally, practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself when you're faced with fear and setbacks. Acknowledge that everyone experiences these emotions at times. And remember that you are worthy of success regardless of any temporary failures. Some ways you can practice self-compassion is include talking to yourself like you would talk to your friend and taking care of your physical and mental health or just doing things that bring you joy and avoid the self-critical or negative self-talk by reframing negative thoughts into positive ones. So instead of saying, I'm such a failure, try and reframe it to I'm constantly learning and I'm in the process of improving my skills. Instead of saying, if this business fails, it means I'll never be able to launch another business again, reframe it to every failure is a stepping stone towards my success. And instead of saying, what if my product or service isn't good enough and customers won't buy it, reframe it to my product or service is valuable and I'm passionate about delivering quality that customers will appreciate and be willing to buy. By reframing these negative thoughts, you're going to find motivation and compassion for yourself and it's going to help you push through those failures that we all have to face inevitably. It's a part of life. And by embracing your fears and taking small steps towards everyday goals, you can conquer the fear of failure and achieve your dreams. So remember, surround yourself with positive, supportive people, practice self-compassion, and celebrate every step you take towards your goals. So I want to challenge you, my listeners, to take action. Implement the tips and techniques that we discussed through this episode. Break down your goals into small achievable steps. Reframe your thoughts to focus on growth and progress and surround yourself with a supportive network of people. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the My Babe podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
and joining me on this exploration of the fear of failure. And let me know how you plan to overcome your fear of failure and what steps you're taking to move towards your entrepreneurial journey. So send me a DM on Instagram at mindbabe.co and let me know what you've planned to overcome your fear of failure, any learnings that you got from this episode, and I'll be happily sharing it with our community. So thank you for listening to the MindBabe podcast. Remember, believe in yourself, take action, and keep pushing forward towards your dreams. I wish you the best of luck and until next time. Thank you for joining me on this transformative journey through the realms of the mind on the MindBabe podcast. I hope you gain valuable insights and tools to unleash the power of your mind. If you're hungry for more mind-expanding content, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode and you'll be the first to know when new content is released. I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on social media and share your favorite moments, key takeaways, and any questions or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at mindbabe.co to join our growing community of curious minds. If you're ready to take your mind mastery journey even further, consider joining my exclusive one-on-one coaching program, The Limitless Entrepreneur. Visit my website, www.mindbabe.co to learn more and apply. Lastly, if you find value in my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your reviews help me to reach more people on their quest to unlock the infinite potential of their minds. Thank you for being a part of the MindBabe community. Together, let's continue to explore boundless wonders of the mind and create a life filled with purpose, growth, and limitless possibilities. This is Evie signing off. Until next time, keep expanding, keep evolving, and keep embracing the extraordinary power of your mind.